0: Hello again and welcome to the Master's Voice. This is Celestial and we're continuing. So in the first video, I spoke about concepts such as unbelief and how it can lead you out of God's will for your life, how having an evil heart of unbelief as is spoken about in the book of Hebrews is actually having a heart that refuses to believe the word of the Lord. The word of the Lord does not have to line up with your daily paradigm. The word of the Lord does not have to line up with what I would prefer to hear or what I would prefer to be told about the word of the lord is the word of the lord it is an absolute truth and when it comes god expects his people to not only hear it but to absorb it and even after a fashion rejoice i often think of this and i write it on the blog quite frequently which is a greater display of love to not tell people the truth And to allow them to walk in darkness until the time when the fulfillment of all things in scripture begin to unravel themselves at a breakneck pace that most people cannot keep up with it. Most people cannot process it. And then they begin to experience a total disintegration of self that leads to despondency, despair, hopelessness, maybe even suicide or people falling away from their faith or for the truth of God to come forward in a bold and a clear fashion that then presents people with a choice, believe upon the Lord Jesus Christ and receive also his words and live or refuse them. And then I guess you'll be left up to your own devices. For me, I considered it love when the Lord began to open up the things of the end to me. And as I was just thinking while I was processing the first video, I'm extremely grateful that God is a consistent God who fo- follows a pattern of order, a pattern of order means that God has written his book. It has a beginning, a middle, and an end. Anyone who writes a book that has a beginning and a middle has to finish it. Every story has to be finished. And the things that is the things that we are going into here on the master's voice are simply the ending of the story. God would not write a story that has no end. God has already shown us in the book of Revelation that through all the things that will happen, through the pulling back of the sea and the uncovering of the great monsters that lie beneath there, Jesus Christ is Lord. He is Lord over the storm. He is Lord over the flood. He is Lord over the Nephilim. And this is the heart of God for his people to understand that now when we have come to the end of the story, this is not the time for fainting. This is not the time for fear and giving up. This is the time to learn how to put on the full armor of God and stand in our faith, boldly declaring what our God has said about himself, that he is Lord over all. All means all. All means fallen. All means Nephilim. All means aliens. All means reanimate. All means all. But if we should have an evil heart of unbelief that will simply scoff and mock at the things the Lord is saying to us in his great love, then truly when we fall into perdition, whose fault is it? It is our own. And so we go into the other things that the Lord had said before the prophecy. He said that the presence of the fallen angels is etched and intertwined with human history. All you have to do is look and you will find it. So there are many people out there, some of them searching within the parameters of the word of God, some of them searching outside the parameters of the word of God, which I do not feel is very wise because if something has its roots in the word of God and you attempt to study it outside of the understanding of scripture, you will always end up with half the story. You will always end up with half the tale. You will end up with important facets being missing simply because you're trying to analyze a scriptural and a spiritual thing in your natural and your logical mind, and you're bound to hit. Uh, you're bound to hit a wall somewhere. In fact, I would just like to recommend to those of you who are watching this, that you must understand that these topics are spiritual topics. So spiritual topics are things that are not just talking about love your neighbor and, um, do good unto those that hate you and things like that. Not just those teachings from the Bible, spiritual topics, especially the ones that touch on Satan, you need to handle them with care. So some people may find that as they start delving into these truths and something like that, not attempting To frighten you, but just giving you fair warning. You need to understand. Um, Let's just say that wherever the devil is involved, he tends to take an interest in materials that touch upon him. The devil made no pretense of who he is in scripture, and he gave us a very clear indication of how he operates. When God spoke to Satan in the book of Job and says, well, where have you come from? The devil didn't say, oh, you know, I was just here in the second heaven, and I was a little upset that you didn't invite me to the meeting of the sons of God. He said, I've come from the earth. I have been in the earth from walking to and fro on it. Satan actually comes and takes a great interest in the things that take that happen here on earth so to all the unwise people that are always trying to summon up various forms of juju getting involved in you know amateur witchcraft or experienced witchcraft or whatever it is that they are doing when you touch spiritual things spiritual things have a way of touching you so as we go into this topic. And as the Lord continues to reveal the truths for the end times that he wants his people to know, make sure that you're walking in faithfulness to God, make sure that you're praying, make sure that you put on the full armor of God, make sure that you pray with the blood of Jesus. And don't just spend your time watching UFO videos until I don't know, 4am in the morning and think that you're going to sleep and you're not going to be attacked perhaps, or be troubled by the enemy in some ways. The devil is busy. The Bible says that he is the adversary of our souls that he walks about as a roaring lion, seeking whom to devour. And so if you touch upon spiritual things, be a spiritual person and walk prepared and in the protection of the Lord Jesus Christ. And so God says that the the presence of these fallen, the fallen angels, but also, especially in the way that they express themselves in ancient history as the gods the gods the titans the greek gods um the roman gods the egyptian gods as they express themselves like that he said that you can find them etched and intertwined with our history if you only bother to look for it to etch something means that you use a very sharp instrument and then you chisel it into a surface so that it cannot be removed and i just thought that i would share a few things that the Lord used when he was sharing these things with me, when he was bringing me into the knowledge of these things for the very first time. I've always shared that it it was not the easiest experience simply because God will just pour the information into you. And many times I had this cold, just the phrase i froze like that when i would come to the understanding or the realization of yet another thing and god was showing me just some instances i've only listed three or four here and i might not share all of them he just showed me how to look and once my eyes became trained in how to look i couldn't unsee them and so the first thing that really shocked me was we know from the book of Enoch that I've covered that 200 angels came down on Mount Hermon. Now, um, when I was young, I was a true movie aficionado and there is a movie studio by the name of Para Mount. I'm just doing that to avoid claims or anything. Para dash Mount pictures. And they have a very interesting logo at the beginning of all their movies. And, uh, what is it? It is the tip of a mountain. So when Paramount Pictures movies start, you see stars moving through the universe. So you see all these little stars moving through what is clearly space. You see the stars moving through space, but then what do they do? They begin to come down to earth and the first thing that they touch is water. So you see the stars coming down and they begin to touch water because it's only water there. They dip their tips in the water and then they come and settle at the top of a mountain and they form on the head of a mountain, a crown. Now I've been watching that since I was a kid, but when I came to understand what was in Enoch and I saw that one day when I was settling down to watch a movie, it froze me He said they're intertwined and etched in human history. This basically is a very posh way of God saying, they're in your face all day long and you just don't know what you're looking at. They're right in front of you all the time, but because you're blinded and you have no idea of these truths, you don't know what to look for. So the next time you see, for instance, Columbia pictures, is the picture of a goddess. I'm not sure what goddess that is, but she's definitely standing there and she's holding this flame. And I think it has stars around the flame as well. You can look at these things. Another thing that the Lord brought up to me was concerning the reality of giants. Um, when I was a kid, I read a lot of these books. They were insatiable to me. I've shared that on the blog that I had no idea that God was basically laying down a library of understanding in my very, very young years. Things that I would be able to easily draw from when he finally opened my eyes to the truth of these things. And the reality of giants, I don't think there's a story that's more famous than Jack and the Beanstalk. Which leads me to point out, many people feel that the fallen and even even these um things that we call aliens, come from galaxies and come from worlds. And I just want to let you know that they don't come from any worlds and they don't come from any Zeta thing or whatever they say they come from they come from and i was thinking of how to put it and god gave me such an awesome analogy and i will just share that now if you live as i am now here in one apartment at times when i'm when i'm here in this apartment doing things or if i'm typing and i'm quiet I can hear the person next door, not like hear their conversations, but if they're moving furniture around, for instance, or if they're vacuuming, those sounds are loud enough to come into this apartment. And this is such a perfect way to explain where these creatures are. They are not far from us at all. I don't care whether they bring ships and whether they bring those hovering UFOs and say we came here from 72, this is the deepest, deepest deception. I do not understand how people can believe these lies. Jesus made it clear that the serpent lies, says that he is the father of lies. You know the devil is lying when his lips are moving. Everything that he says is a lie. So how can, for instance, the government that has been in connection with these things for so long possibly believe that they have come from so far away. This is one of the oldest deceptions in the scripture when Joshua and the Israelites had rested and the the Gibeonites came from next door. They came from two towns over in torn clothes and and, and dried and moldy bread and, and torn water skins and said, we traveled many days to get here. It took us, when we left, our bread was fresh, but look, it's green with mold. We have been traveling for months. Make a pact with us because our our enemies are fighting us and Joshua was deceived by these people he even prophesied and say how do we know that you are not our neighbors how do we know that you don't live in the next few towns and they said no trust us we don't he strikes a pact with these people and discovers within a week that they live in the next town this is the deception of the fallen they don't live in any far-flung galaxy, galaxy far, far away. They literally live in the same plane separated by something. I cannot explain what that something is. But just as I am here, and if my neighbor vacuums or is playing miniature golf those sounds translate right here and my neighbor isn't living on another world we're in the same building so he's not in another world he's just in another side room from me and this is what this disclosure is going to be it's going to come from the sky which we don't understand this is true and it's going to look all inter Um, galactical and stuff like that but they are right here on the earth with us contained here in our atmosphere and in our terrestrial earth and they're not coming from anywhere deep and that is just something we need to know so giants are real and for that the Lord brought me to the story of Jack and the beanstalk and how Jack climbed the beanstalk and they're attached to earth for Jack climbed the beanstalk, and the and the story says that the beanstalk went into the sky. Jack simply climbed into the sky, Tower of Babel, anyone? into the sky, which is still attached to this earth. And there in the sky, the story says that Jack found the realm of the giants where they had incredible treasures and they sometimes would come and steal people because that is where Jack got his wife. There was a princess who had been stolen from another land that the giants were keeping up there, which means that they would periodically come down to the earth because that is the only place you can find women. Are you seeing the parallel with the story of Enoch? Of Unterrestrial beings that nevertheless come to earth and interfere with human women taking them to be captive with them and so Jack steals as much gold coins as he can and he also rescues this girl and he climbs down this beanstalk and the giant that he robbed raises an uproar when he sees Jack and the giants begin to climb down the beanstalk after him. And you know the story, Jack comes back down to the firmness of the earth and no longer a boy, but with a commanding tone that made his mother obey, shouted, bring me the ax. And she brought him the axe and he cut down this connecting pole between the two realms or the two dimensions. And the giants fall and are killed. All the giants that had come down onto the pole, they fall and because of the impact, they are destroyed. The Lord brought this to my consciousness and told me that this is the kind of account that he sees as historical, So God does not view this as a myth or a fairy tale. It is taught to us, to me as a child, you read this in a book and you think it is a myth, but when you read these things written by the Brothers Grimm or Hans Christian Andersen, if you're interested in going to the library, you will find in those stories, stories, preserved accurate accounts of what witches do and giants do and fairies do and the funny thing about those stories is nowadays in this politically correct and woke, woke culture, we will say, oh no, this is too graphic for children. But in those days, children read those stories because the parents would tell them that these were cautionary tales. In fact, it's even written, if you dare to look it up on the internet, that the ancient Christians would constantly admonish their children and tell them that if they were bad children, they would be eaten by dragons. This was a widely held belief. It was understood in those days that Satan was a dragon. But now when people read about the dragon in the book of Revelation, they literally think that God cares about China and that the dragon in the book of Revelation is referring to China. Yet God is speaking about Satan who has many names, one of them being the dragon. Revelation 13, the beast will rise from the sea and he will get his power and authority from the dragon. Not the dragon, China, and President Xi. It's the dragon, Satan, long-lasting demonic power that wants to destroy humanity. And so, here is the prophetic word. This was a very clear and graphic dream that the Lord gave me. This prophecy is called The Hole in the Sky. I received it May 2020, um, and I'm scrolling down to where it is. This was a teaching post and the Lord revealed to me something that will definitely come to this earth, and that is the exposure of These fallen, whether it is the fallen aliens, the fallen creatures that will come out of the sea in the end times, I have seen those also, and definitely the fallen angels that will be coming to expose themselves among us. So I dreamt of my neighborhood here in New York City, and at the time that I had this dream, in the dream, there was a big event that was coming up, so this was a widely publicized event. It was a great event, and I mean great. This event was so big that everybody who knew about it was making time to see it. So I myself, I I remember these are the words that I said to the people that I was living with. I said, this event is scheduled to take place. I want to see it. I will not miss it by any means. It's going to happen outside and I will be there to see it. The funny thing about this event is as momentous as it was, it was going to be cataclysmic to us as people. Not everyone knew that it was coming. But for me, I was not alerted to the coming of this event because of any advertising or anything that was happening outside. I knew about this event from the inside. It was a very strong internal alert system that was letting me know that this event was coming and also telling me that nothing should distract me from what was about to happen. And so at a certain time, I went outside to see this event, and the people that I had told also came into the parking lot to see this event. So it was just in the parking lot outside our building, and this goes to show that this is an event that whoever knew about it would be able to view it from where they were. There were a fair amount of people who knew about it and had come out, I think we we're about 35 or 40 people, and there in the, in the, in the parking lot appeared a column of fire. So um, we know from the Bible that the Bible says that as Israel made their journey. God was with them in a pillar of cloud and a pillar of fire. This thing was, it was upright in the form of a person, but it was tall. It was seven or eight feet tall, and it was a burning column of fire. So a huge, you know, just a an upright fire, but inside the fire, and I'm not sure that everyone else saw this immediately, inside the fire was a man who was wearing a white robe, and he had his arms crossed in an imposing pose like this. But I hated that man that being in the fire that was wearing beautiful glistening white robes and was standing you know um the way eunuchs used to stand in the king's court or the way they stand just very imposing with arms crossed and it was like an angel in the fire so it was an it was like an angel in a burning column of fire, in a white robe, with arms crossed at the chest, and the fire was burning right through him and came out in a plume of fire above his head. So understand, plume of fire is what we see in the book of Acts. Um, when the Holy Spirit comes above the upon the believers as they are waiting in the upper room, this is what this angel had. And everyone was amazed and taken away by this angel, but I felt, strong repulsion it's strong hatred against this thing and i did not want to go near it but everyone kept saying wow wow and they were totally taken by it and then in the sky a hole appeared when i say hole i mean a massive hole in fact i wonder if i can make a diamond shape do I make a diamond? Okay, whatever. Um, A diamond-shaped hole appeared in the sky. It was a massive diamond, and what happened is the sky simply moved back until it made this size of a hole. It was big. It took up such a huge portion of the sky, and behind that hole was what I wrote and said it showed another dimension behind it. The hole was vaguely diamond shaped and it grew wider by the second. It was literally peeling back the sky on four corners in a diamond shape and then it only stopped after it took up a quarter of the available sky. And I found myself looking right through our own blue sky into a massive hole with another world behind it. This is the Lord that I would mention Jack and the Beanstalk and another world connected to ours in the same in the same world or the same solar system. And I thought, Lord, this is the event that we were waiting for. This is the thing I could not miss. But what is this, Lord? I knew in my heart that something momentous and really huge had happened, but I didn't know what exactly it was. And I could not tell if this thing was God doing it or the devil doing it. And this is how the great delusion and great deception will be. So to people who have a very shallow depth depth of discernment, and to people who lack spiritual discernment at all, basically you are at the bottom of the food chain now. You're not even making sound decisions in your daily life. You're not even making the best decisions for your daily life, things that you don't even need to pray about, the basics. You're making poor decisions. This is something you need to ask yourself, how will you be able to operate in the higher realms of discernment where things cannot be detected with the eyes and where your heart will be utterly useless in informing you if an event or something you perceive is of God or of Satan? in the final days demonic pastors that have borrowed power from other realms and other beings will be performing unbelievable mysteries at the same time god's servants will be performing the same mysteries but how will you know which is of god and which is of the devil You cannot make these decisions based on, oh, I know God, I know what God would do and would not do. It will not work like that. It is only by the spirit that you will not follow a mermaid appearing as a woman and go and marry it. For instance, a mermaid talking scripture they can and they will and then you think oh I have found the church bride of my life I am so glad I waited because I have just married into righteousness and you have married into the Nephilim and will bring forth Nephilim and will not even understand that this is a mistake that you have made because you do not have the Holy Spirit speaking forth truth and life to give you discernment to let you know this is of me this is not of me for all my knowing and following The lord when the sky opened the the angel my soul instinctively hated so the angel that was mesmerizing everyone and people had drawn near to it and were just amazed by it to the point that they missed the opening of the sky that showed another world behind the sky. I have said many times on the Master's Voice that the sky is extremely treacherous, that it is not what people think, that it can open in multiple ways, that it is, it can crack because it is a glass, and there is a prophecy on the blog where the Lord showed me that the sky will crack, and ancient wickedness. There is some wickedness in this world that does not need to take a physical form. I'm just going to say that here and now, because these things have already been revealed in print form on, on the blog. There is some wickedness that is older than the need for a body. It does not take a form. It does not take a shape, a shape. The sky cracked like glass and wickedness came through. It looked like mercury. That's how it looked. It looked like cloud, it looked like mist, but it also looked like liquid mercury, like that guy from Terminator, Terminator 3. It came through and people fled and it killed people until the silver color turned black. It was so evil and it ate so many souls that the silver color turned black. The sky is not what people think it is in many dreams that i have seen the sky can open dimensionally like i'm describing now it can make a hole a circular hole and in the circular hole i saw what the lord called the men of old the mighty men of renown huge bearded blonde and red-headed men some of them brunette with bushy beard and hatred in their eyes for humanity That was one of the very first dreams I had in 2015 and I cried out, not even knowing what I was saying because who actually spent time on that tiny little verse in Genesis chapter six, I cried out from a knowing in my soul in the dream, the mighty men, the mighty men are returning the men of renown. And then when I woke up, I said, Lord, who is that? And that was when the Lord began to really break me into this knowledge of Nephilim and giants, and then lead me through just researching, just Googling that phrase, mighty men, the first place it will take you. If it doesn't take you to, um, Lord of the rings, the first place it will take you to is to Genesis chapter six, where that phrase is used mighty men, the men of renown, I saw them like this in those holes, dimensional holes that opened up and showed them one standing in each hole and the holes were glowing and fiery. They look as when you take a cigarette and burn a hole in a plastic tablecloth. Just imagine if the glowing tip of the cigarette could make an imprint on a plastic tablecloth. Glowing orangey red holes of fire appearing with the sky just burning away and then they stand in there the sky also has the ability to form a funnel i also have dreams like that that i have not yet shared it has the ability to form a funnel a spinning funnel of gray and when that's that funnel when that it it forms something that looks exactly like a uh, when a hurricane is forming you know how they show oh you know there's the eye and they show you that lazy mix of clouds like when you first start mixing a cake but then that funnel gets a tip when that tip starts coming down what comes out of that hole usually that is where celestial just evaporates in these dreams and i just beat the fastest retreat and i'm out of there and so all i will say is that i was unable to discern whether it was by the lord or whether it was by the devil that this hole had opened up and in the dream i was seeking god in my heart to have understanding of the spirit who made the hole, but not everyone saw that hole. Very few people were actually spiritually awake that their eyes perceived that hole. All they could see is sky. Most of the people who had gathered were captivated by the burning angel. It had their full attention and people were even allowing their children to go near to that fire and be next to it. And so while most people were looking at this angel that had come down to earth, I gave my full attention to the hole in the sky above us. And so just understand that the Lord Jesus Christ is good. And that when the Bible tells us that God has given us power to trample on serpents and scorpions and all the power of the enemy, understand that many of the things I cover on this channel is pointing directly to that last part of the scripture, not so much the serpent and serpent people or the scorpions and scorpion people, but all the power of the enemy. Most of us do not have the necessary imagination on our own to imagine what all of Satan's power looks like. And so to those who always say, well, where is this in the Bible? I just want to ask you in your life that you've been living so far, do you think that you have it in you to conceive of all the things that Satan is capable of? Do you know what Satan has been up to for the last hundred thousands of centuries that he's been around, that he's been cast out by God Do you know all the projects that the devil has been working on and all the wickedness that he will bring to bear on this earth in the final times? If you do not know, then here are the details the Lord God is coloring in for you now. This is Celestial with the Master's voice. Thank you for being with me. God bless you and keep your eyes open as you are going about your daily life. As the Lord says, the presence of the fallen is etched into human society. So maybe the next time you go to uh, one of the bigger, fancier libraries in your town, take a look at who they've carved on the doors on many of the bigger libraries here in New York City and also um, some of the fancy buildings next to Rockefeller Center. If you go there, you will see huge gold carvings upon these massive, massive doors of Hermes and um, Jupiter and different variations of Hercules and the sun gods and the goddess Athena and the goddess Nike you will see them all venerated here at least in New York City on many public buildings I just went to return a library book and I decided to just get off the train and use a library that is not in my neighborhood and when I got there I ran in because of course I didn't want to miss closing time but when I came out they had put the searchlights on and they had lit up the doors and carved on these massive dark colored iron doors were beautiful gold carvings of the gods So if you do not know, especially in Western societies, that these fallen have left their mark, even in Asia, they've left their mark. The fascination with the dragon and the fascination with um, strange beings that they have in India and China and places like that, none of these things are accidental. You can Google any of these things at your leisure and educate yourself. Just remember to keep the scriptures and the love of God and the blood of Jesus Christ central in all you do because um, one thing God does say is that all who follow the fallen eventually will become fallen just like them. So this is Celestial, and thank you for being here. Please give the video a thumbs up and support this channel um, by sharing these videos and thumbs up the video. You're welcome to subscribe if you feel led. There's absolutely no pressure. And until I see you again, God bless you and goodbye.